I don't have no patience. So it's mm. like, dog, if I'm picking a if I'm picking a date and a place, and you pick the time, you ask me what you got where. I don't know. <laughs> Put on what you think look good. Where what you want? That's my same answer. Yeah, like I don't care. I don't know. Would you think you want? You think this is a spot? We going to dinner? You going to wear sweatpants? That makes sense to you? I don't know. But you do you. Welcome to Beyond Hood Neville. We're your hosts. I'm Mike. And that's Chris. What's up? Slim. What are we getting into today? You already know what it is, Beyond Hood and Evil. And today, for the Beyond of it, we're getting into how to make your lady feel special. How to make your partner feel like they met the proper connector. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to talk about how you put it together like Legos out here, man. That's what we're talking about today. Mm. How to be a good partner. And this is typically outside of the norm for the things that we do for Beyond Hood and Evil. Because we're not like a relationship type entertainment thing like we don't do that type of stuff we don't really talk about that we talk about personal stuff we talk about you know growth and development you know what i'm saying <laughs> we talk about we talk about all that type of stuff the interpersonal stuff accountability things like that so you know this is a little bit of a break from the norm but we hope y'all ready to ride with us man so yeah that's what we're doing today two things why the hell are you prefacing what's going on this is a this this is personal this is growth and development because there's a lot of dudes out here who need that ism so that they can yeah. use that for them to be able to make that connection with the lady that they want so this is all right, a man. part of the same content that we provide you know it just may not be so existential and like you know all up here is just you know right here where people can line up and see us eye to eye i know i'm shorter and i know you taller but we we got people seeing us eye to eye right now so chris what i need mm. from you though because you've referenced um a name on this podcast fairly often um shout out to sinful to p and mm. rest in peace. Um, mm. And so, you know, I always had a little issue with you referring to a pimp <laughs> on the podcast around where you get your game from. But, you know, when you start saying stuff, I'm like, hmm, I, that, that resonates with me. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, damn, damn, I don't, I don't really like this. But, but damn, that's good advice. So uh, I know there's a lot of our guys out here dating. In these streets, probably don't even want to be in these streets, but they're in these streets. And so what I want to do is increase their conversion rate in these streets so that they can end up with the lady that they want. So who better for me to talk to about this than you? So let's talk to them about that ism, Chris. Oh, man, I don't want to talk about it like that, bro. That's not, it's not really that ism, man. Let's, first of all, I want to also acknowledge what you say. I guess this, you would come, some would say this is a GD podcast, you know, a growth <laughs> <laughs> You know, because we are about growth and development on here, you know, and I just want to say, I guess in a way, we had big GD, you know what I'm saying? I live in Chicago. I don't want no smoke. You know, I can talk about John Moran all I want to. I can talk about celebrities all I want to, but they around the way and I'm a little too close because I'm on the South Side. So, Chris, I'm going to need you to button that up because I don't want no smoke. All right. No smoke. Continue. Jeez. All right, all right, all right. I chill out. I chill. I chill. I chill. <laughs> Thank you. Thank um, you. <laughs> but, you know, I don't, don't want to get out here and say that. First of all, I want to say, if I was saying RIP, simple to P, you know what I'm saying? He was R. somebody R. who got me through some um, very tumultuous times in my personal um, relationship with myself, if that makes sense. Uh, mm -hmm. He helped me to realize that I had some holes in my construction, you know, some flaws in my foundation. 
And once I start kind of consuming his content, it kind of helped me fill in those gaps. It wasn't filling in the gaps. It was like really knocking down the wall and building a new wall, like reformatting the structure mm. of who I am as a person, like the fabric of who I am and how I move through the world. And that's weird to say that you could get that type of information from a pimp. <laughs> Thank but you. At, at the same time, though, you can't. I'm, a, I'm somebody that say you can learn something from anybody. You know, you should be able to separate the man from the art or the woman from the art. Um, mm-hmm. Some people, ha- there's greatness in everybody. There's information in everybody. You can learn from anybody. That's somebody I always believe. Like, there was something I always believed since I was a little boy. So I don't think this is just game for dudes. Because the way you said it, like, made it sound kind of nasty, bro. Like, increase the conversion rate for guys out here and fellas. It's like, that's not what it's about. <laughs> Definitely yeah. not. So, so I, want, I do want to interject. Because, yeah, when I say conversion, what do you think I'm talking about? Like, getting a woman in bed? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it, it could be that if that's what you want to do. But I'm saying we're talking about getting with the person that you want to be with, right? So whatever your intentions are, you probably need to show up a little bit differently than you're showing up. And so just want to give you a little bit of game on how to actually show up appropriately so that when you meet this person, you can do what needs to be done if that's the person for you. So we can use different synonyms and words and stuff. But the ideal here is you like somebody, you're trying to talk to somebody, they're interested in you. How do you need to show up to make sure that y'all get to where you're trying to go? Is that better? Yes, it sounds much better. It don't sound as nasty and predat- like predatory <laughs> yeah. as increase your conversion rate. Like, what is this, the pickup artist? Uh, I'm also uh, a guy. That's what we talk about, conversion rates. You put somebody in the funnel, and you want to take them through to the funnel to convert to where you want them to be. So, sorry again, I'm using my terminology, Chris. More, more toxic Mike. He's talking about putting women in a funnel to increase his conversion rate. What is, what is this funnel, Mike? Okay, so so what is what are dating apps? What's Hinge? What's Coffee Meets Bagel? What's Bumble? If it's not a funnel for you to meet a bunch of people that you want to talk to to then reduce that funnel to those who really want to pay for your service, or in this case, when you're talking about in real life and dating, be the person that you want to be with. What's the difference? It's fundamentally the same thing. It's a model. I don't think I don't know, man. I would say it's a platform. You're talking about a funnel and stuff, man. I don't I don't know if I agree with your whole mentality, Mike. We're trying to use this information for evil, and I don't think. That's what we do here. We're beyond hood and evil. I, don't, I think that you really need to reformat and re, reimagine how this conversation should go. Um, again, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to point out Toxic Mike, you know, he's always, he hides it very well behind the smile. But behind that smile, this would be, if this was a Netflix documentary, this is the time when the image go like inverse black and white. There was an evil man behind the happiness, but it all wasn't all good. In a Mike household. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how it is, man. <laughs> you um, get a breakdown. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is this is a, that's the laugh of an abuser, ladies and gentlemen. I wow. want to put that. <laughs> so, okay, so now, 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 now. Hey, I see what you're doing. This is uh Chris's moment to flip the script <laughs> so that the people that be in his DMs talking about how crazy he be talking, he can now flip them over into my DMs. But you know, people know me, Chris. You know, for a short mm-hmm. time or a long time, they know who I am. So I'm not even going to let you distract us from the topic at hand. Try to make me seem like the bad guy, you know. But as you right. said, if being toxic is right, then I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Your words continue. Yeah, you flipped that. I said being toxic is wrong. I don't want to be right. This man, is, uh, this man said being toxic is, is right. I don't want to be wrong. It's like that's a different <laughs> way. That really make you sit back. I was like, wait. What are you saying? Uh, I had to really think about it. Like, I was like. <laughs> and I said that you said it. <laughs> yeah, like I said that. I don't talk that way. Now, that sounds like some ESL. You know what I'm saying? I don't talk, I don't talk like that. I speak plain English. 
<laughs> but yeah. All right. So yeah, the first thing I would say, man, stop being a scumbag. That's the first step. You gotta be honest. Um, mm. If you're mm. not honest, you're nothing. And I say that a lot. If I'm not, I'm nothing. If I'm not honest, like so. That's the first thing you got to do. You got to be upfront with what you're trying to do, what you need, and how you're going to get there. So if you out here gallivanting around as this individual that's got all these stuff together, the whole time mm-hmm. you held together by Tic Tacs and staples, <laughs> bruh, you got to figure it out. Like, it's mm-hmm. no reason for you to be trying to lie to folks to get what you need because at the end of the day, all you're doing is giving them more ammunition to call you a manipulator, a narcissist. Mm. Uh, abuser, a user, you know, a, uh, a player, a liar. Uh, uh, what's the other word that they like to call people? Baby daddy, uh, um, zaddy, you know, things like that. You know, things mm. like that. These are all synonymous to me, titles that they give people who are out to, for one thing and one thing, and that's to get us deep inside. So I think that's the first thing you got to do, man. You got to be honest. Just be true to yourself. And then nine times out of 10, what you want is going to come to you. Because all mm-hmm. you can do if you put yourself out there, especially when, like Mike said, you're on these dating apps on all these platforms, putting yourself out there, something going to come back. But you also can't be mad at what come back because typically what you put out is what you're going to receive. So mm-hmm. that's the first step. Well, let's pause there, though, Chris, because you're talking about a real major thing right now. Like, honesty, transparency then lends itself to communication. <laughs> and a lot of us not being honest with ourselves, a lot of us can't even be transparent with each other to then communicate in a way that allows us to even say what we really want. Because in many instances, we may be fearful that what we want, we may not get because of what we say. So if we let you know, and I'm just putting myself into this larger, you know, universe of just talking as a person that's out there. And also what I hear from friends, it's if you're putting yourself out there and you're telling people what your intentions are, exactly what you want, you run the risk that that person may not align with that. And so you may lose out before you can even have a conversation, before you can even go out on a date, before you can even try to take them home or even try to make them a person that stays in your life for a while. So like, how do you even get to a place where you're like, yo, I can be honest with myself. I can be transparent with you and I can communicate because you're hitting them over the head with something that's important, but it's not that easy. I don't think that's true. Being honest is the easiest thing you can do. Say more. It's super hard to lie to yourself. Like every day you wake up, if you ugly, you <laughs> tomorrow I look good. <laughs> You be starting your day off, you know what I'm saying? The devil is alive, you know what I'm saying? So now you the devil because you lying. Mm. Like, come on, bro. Mm. Clean it up. Or sis, like I said, non-human, non-autonomous, automaton. You got to figure it out, non-binary person. Like, you got to figure it out. If you look funny, mm-hmm. you funny looking. So you can't go out here thinking you're going to get some, you know what I'm saying, Sana Lathan or some Boris Kojo, Aegis Elba looking dude if you're a woman. You know what I'm saying? It, either way, it's mm-hmm. not going to make sense. You got to shoot for what you can get. So, you know mm. what I'm saying? It just so happened that, you know, you know, it's, you know, so I, I ain't got that problem. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's it's a lot of y'all out here built funny. You know what I'm saying? Built like Quasimodo. You know what I'm saying? You look like Shrek on a bad day. You look like, you know what I'm saying? Like some somebody stepped on you. You got to look up your shoe like, yo, what the? F-? That's how y'all look, man. Y'all looking crazy. So you got to adjust what you think you're going to get. But also, that's not to say that some people out here look crazy, look amazing, but got low self-esteem. Mm. And that's. And then that's when you find these these people that, you know, end up in those relationships with Shrek and Friona. You know, it's the dude from Snowfall and Shardy, um, Lori Harvey. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's that, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, it just like, this don't really make sense. How did Desmond Idris get with Lori Harvey? Mm-hmm. Get him where you fit in. Not only is it easy to be honest with yourself, and it's, is it hard to lie to yourself, it's even easier to get in where you fit in. Like I said at first, 
what the energy you put out is the energy you receive. What you put out, you attract. So if you out here being good to people, doing right by people, treating people the best way you can treat them, then nine times out of 10, when you be somebody, that energy will be reciprocated to you. And the people mm. show you who they are as soon as you meet them. That's step number three. Read the room. <laughs> read the room, read the room, read the room. Like mm. people out here be like, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. When I say people typically is women, like I didn't know he was going to be like that. I didn't know he was mm. going to. It's like, did he look at himself a lot when you were on your date? <laughs> did he did he seem disinterested in what you were saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, was he more interested in the things that were happening around him than what you had going on between you and that mm. person? Nine times mm-hmm. out of ten, that person's not into you like that. So you should just read mm-hmm. the room. And then uh, vice versa. If you were a, with a young woman or with a person or whatever, I don't know how to do this. It's hard to talk this way. Uh, yeah, stop doing it. <laughs> just, hey, hey, because I'm going to pause you. Because when we talk about the podcast, we love our ladies. But we know that majority of the people that are giving us the time right now are our fellas, which is why I prefaced it around fellas talking to ladies. Now, that does point this to be like, you know, this is men talking to women. There are a lot of men who don't really find themselves interested in women. But I'm going to let them do that conversion in their own head. Make it simple for yourself. Keep going. Oh, yes. All right. All right. Well, you were Thank you. You, I was you, out you, here you, trying to make sure. Yeah, I know. We all inclusive here. We understand. We love everybody, bro. We just got to use the words that we got right now. So keep moving. You right, man. But again, you just activated my trap card. Toxic Mike. He's not trying to identify people that don't fit into the binary of people. You know what I'm saying? He's saying there's only men and women. More Toxic Mike has appeared every episode. This season, this season is about exposing the facts and the fiction. Mike has been painting me as someone that I am not. And I wholeheartedly need you all to know that I am the best candidate for you. I am a man of the people and I do what's right for you. Pick Chris, the man with a purpose. (laughs) Um, So anyway, back to what I was saying, man, it's just, you gotta be able to read the room, man. You can't let people paint this super duper goaded picture of themselves and only for it to come down. Like, cause it's hard to maintain that if that's not really who they are. So typically there's going to be a crack in the armor. There's going to be a crack in the facade. There's going to be uh, a flaw in the painting where you'll be able to say, okay, mm-hmm. I'm getting, I'm beginning to see the signs. And typically that's within the first two to three interactions. You know what I'm saying? Cause some people mm-hmm. real good at hide it. You know, people out here, high level sociopaths, you know, high functioning sociopaths, a lot of psychopaths, and it's a lot of broken people. And, and those broken people, they love to leave, shattered pieces of people that they interacted with behind them. So, mm. yeah, man, mm. those are my first three, man. Those are my first three. I appreciate that. And I'm going to start off with how I disagree, you know. Bro, people cannot be honest with themselves. It Like, can you and I be honest with ourselves? Absolutely. Do we surround ourselves with people who can be honest with themselves? Yes, because that's a non-negotiable for being in our circles. <laughs> Is that like, you need to be honest with yourself. You need to be transparent. You need to be able to communicate. You need to know who you are. You need to be able to read a room. Because when shit about to pop and we need to go, if I don't see it, you need to see it. That's why we friends. <laughs> like we said in the last episode, if Mike is walking in all these doors, how do I get that door if I'm walking that motherfucker with him? Right? So, like, we got to look out for each other. What I do not believe, really, though, Chris, is that there are more people who are honest with themselves than those are not than they, than there are not. I believe that there are way more people who are not honest with themselves, and that's the reason why they cannot be transparent and why they cannot communicate. Which is why they end up on dates with people where they cannot read the room, right? Because the conversations to date haven't been honest, right? There hasn't been transparency. There hasn't even been great communication. They probably went on a date before they even started texting or even had a phone call or a video call, 
So they're showing up on a date trying to figure out if they even like each other. They ain't even done the prerequisite things to even show up in a space to be present. So, yeah, I think that in itself is like not true. Like people already start off with the foundation of not being honest and transparent. Therefore, when they're setting themselves up to date and find a partner, they're already starting off on the wrong foot. And so there's like homework and things you have to do to be able to be honest and transparent before you can even expect honesty and transparency from someone else. So if you aren't there, I think you should turn off the date nap. You should stop talking to people. You should talk to your friends about honestly what you want and how transparent you need to be and how to prove your communication skills before you try to bring that person that you're looking for into your life. Pause. Chris, that's how you use inclusive language. Back. <laughs> Two, uh, I agree with you. <laughs> Reading the room, right? I absolutely agree. You got to be able to see the signs. One of the things that I do believe in doing, especially when you're going on a date, is putting your phone on airplane mode. Turn it off. Do something where you're not getting messages and distractions. If you're on a date with somebody who has their phone on the table and flipped up and them notifications are popping up, they waiting to leave you on that goddamn date for somebody else. <laughs> or they just don't really want to be here with you. So, again, read the room. You know, it's, and if you're dating someone and you're with somebody, I'm a big believer of if we're going on a date or not if, when we're going on a date, you want to have your phone out, we're going to stack our phones on top of each other. Don't touch them. That's, that's me on a date when I'm with a lady. Like, I'm like, stack our phones. We're not doing that. We are here. We are locked in. We need to lose ourselves in this room where we don't see anybody around us because we are here. And this is what we're doing. We're mm. talking. We're laughing. We're eating. We're drinking. Whatever we're doing, we are locked in. So much so that, you know, especially during COVID times when they give you like that hour and a half for, for your dinner like limit or that lunch date, it's like we hit that 90 minutes and we like, damn, we just got here right? Those are how your conversations need to be. And the way that you can initiate that and make that happen is by turning off your fucking phone <laughs> or stacking them if you're with that person. Don't stack your phones if you're on a first date. That's, that's a little weird. That's, that's, don't, don't, don't do that. But for Chris, I agree with you. Dude. You have to be able to read the room. And if somebody cannot do that, if they cannot put away their phone, I don't care how busy they are, how much of a professional they are, all that. If they are making time to be on a date with you, they need to make time to be locked in with you. So that's one thing I just want to contribute to that, Chris. Go ahead. Yeah. I, I agree with that in some capacity, but also I don't I don't agree with the whole not vetting somebody before you go out with them. Why not? I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just somebody that grew up in the wrongs in the trenches for real, for real, in the in the dregs. But I don't trust nobody, bro. <laughs> like I don't know you like that. Just be showing up at your spot or meet you somewhere in person without talking to you first. Like you could be an organ harvester, you could be a human trafficker. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You could be a gang member. You could be trying to backdoor me. I don't know you like that. I don't put nothing past nobody. Never trust a big button to smile. You know what I'm saying? Never touch, never trust the nice print in a, in a smile, man. You know, I'm not mm. trying to do it, bro. I'm not mm. into it, bro. So we're agreeing now because I'm saying, yeah, have those conversations before you end up on a date. You should FaceTime and see this person. I'm not even saying FaceTime. You don't FaceTime or video chat? No, like, so. No, I'm not. A, I mean, video chat was on an app that's public. I ain't giving nobody my number. You I don't know you, you can, like that. You, you can video chat on every communication app, Instagram, all that's the what I just, apps, That's what I'm saying. You, you're yeah. saying FaceTime. That means you have to give oh, someone your number. Sorry, I'm, sorry. That is an all-inclusive language of video chat. Go ahead. Yes. And that's an iPhone. Again, more toxic, my iPhone-centric <laughs> talk, because not everyone can afford an iPhone. Again, pick Chris, the man of the people. Anyway... <laughs> Like I was saying, I don't believe in just video chatting. I mean, I believe in video chatting at least before you, after y'all been texting or whatever, however y'all meet. You got mm -hmm. video chat. You got to talk to somebody. Because at first, mm -hmm. I need to make sure that you're not 
you know what I'm saying? Somebody who I'm not, uh, how can I say this? Be yourself. I got to make sure that you are who you say you are on your profile. Like mm-hmm. I'm not somebody that's running the risk of falling into a hangover two situation. You know what I'm saying? If y'all seen the hangover two, <laughs> when they was out in Thailand, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not into it, bro. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not rocking like that. I'm not, I'm not that guy. Pause, big pause. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, <laughs> before I put them pause on you. <laughs> no, nah, nothing like that. I don't promise violence. Again, more toxic Mike. Pick Chris, the man of the people. This man's talking about doing violence against people who have confused or tricked him in some capacity. I am not. Mm-hmm. I accept all people in all walks of life. Again, I am a man of the people. Pick Chris. Anyway, <laughs> you got to really be sure that you're who you are is who you're talking to. It's the person that they really are. So don't Mm -hmm. get wrapped up in all these pictures, all this, because there's so many apps today that help people look like Halle Berry in her prime, make you look like um, Salma Hayek right now, make you look like... (laughs) (laughs) That's real. People are here looking good because these apps and these AIs cleaning people up. You you Mm -hmm. go meet somebody in real life, they look like they got Nestle's crunch all over their face. It's just crazy looking. They look smooth online. And then you trying to go see him. It's like, what the, who is this? Wow. Yo, I'm supposed to be with a Rosalita. It looked like you Roseanne. Like, what happened, bro? Like, what are we doing? I thought, <laughs> you got to really be discerning, you know? So do, the, yeah. do your vetting beforehand because you, the people, it's countless stories of people, especially dudes, especially dudes that's having their way, getting caught up with some chick. And that chick sends six, five, six or six or ten people to your house and they rob mm. you for everything. You getting pistol whip on FaceTime and then now you on mm. Twitter getting demolished for no reason just because you your meat was hard. And there's a saying mm. that sinful to pee used to say all the time. When a man's dick is alive, his brain is dead. That's a real wow. thing. So you gotta really, really be learn how to control yourself. And the people always say, oh, I don't have control over my little head, man. You gotta use your big head to control your little head, bro. You gotta figure it out. I remember my my, that's one of the things I remember my father telling us when we were real little. Mm-hmm. It was a weird conversation because he never really gave me game like that. But that's one thing I remember him saying, like, you know, you mm-hmm. can't be out here mess with these girls. You you got you to keep your head on straight because you get caught up. And I was just like, huh? I had to be like four five. <laughs> you know, that's something that you don't really need to hear when you mm-hmm. four five. You know what I'm saying? That's, that don't make sense. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to draw inside the lines, color inside the line. He's talking about don't get caught up with girls. <laughs> I, I, like whole time, it's like, man, girls are yucky. You know what I'm saying? But not really, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But girls are yucky, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It, it's a thing. So it, you just got to be careful, man. You got to be careful. And then the other piece you said is you got it's hard for people to be honest. I don't think so, man. Like, you, you could sell yourself the lie as long as you want. But if mm-hmm. everything you've ever been a part of, every relationship that you've ever been a part of falls apart, it's not the other person. It's you. I think we're agreeing a lot here, man. And And, and I've heard this a lot, and I wanted to disagree with it, but it's true, bro. Um, dudes have their pick of the litter. <laughs> well, you a good dude. Uh, when you own your stuff, right? You taking care of your business. You taking care of yourself, right? And then you can add other things on top of that. Layer it up, right? You're a good friend, <laughs> right? You're a good son. All those things. Um, you become a catch because there, there, you know, there's a lot of us. But I'm gonna specifically say men who are trying to figure that part out still. Right. And then there's some of us who are actively disregarding that saying, I don't care about none of that stuff. I'm just here to be outside. And so if if you are trying to find a partner in particular, you're trying to find a man that can meet you where you are, you know, when you find one, that person is probably aware of who they are. (laughs) And if they're not ready to commit, 
you know, they're going to be outside. And that can be really disappointing because what I've seen and what I know and talking to a lot of my lady friends is that, you know, they are all catches. Uh, but the competition is fierce <laughs> to find a dude. Cap. It is it, it is fierce. That's Cap. what I'm telling ha- All my friends are catches. Cap. Uh, okay. Okay. Some okay. of them okay. crazy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Some I'm of them sorry. crazy. Some of them by they so because they got to be. You, you tripping. You bugged out. Ain't nobody. You man. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. Um, there is a larger percentage of my friends that I believe that I have that are catches than the average person. <laughs> <laughs> Your friends probably aren't catches. My friends, I got a lot of them that are catches. Not all of them, but I got a lot of them. I got a lot of them. I do. Man, I do. a lot of the girls I went to school with, man, they married, bro. Husbands. They got husbands. They got kids. Because you got like 10 friends. So you did a really good that. job. You, no, no, no. I'm telling the truth. You got like 10 friends. <laughs> and, and you did a really good job of choosing those 10 friends. Uh, but you only hey, got man. like 10. You only got like 10. Hey, man. So, Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. You know what I'm saying? You, I got 10 you, friends, you, man. I got They reliable, bro. Exactly. You don't want no more than 10 friends. You, I don't think no, you no. can personally handle more than 10 friends. You know what no. I mean? I can barely handle Mike. <laughs> I am affectionately, affectionately refer to myself as a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I am a lot. I am a lot. And so, yeah, dude, I mean, I, I do know of women who are really catches. And I'm just like, yo, you're super dope. I know they got some things that they need to work on because no one's perfect, right? But the things they need to work on are things that they can really tackle. Um, and they're not avoiding. It just takes time to work on some kinks. You're talking about like past traumas, big T, little T, all of that stuff. You know, you got to take time to work on that. But when you think about the criteria for what you want in a person, it's just those checking of boxes. I like to say that they're there. And so, again, I disagree with my lady friends early on. I was like, man, women got to pick a litter. They can make the choice, right? Because dudes are trying to holler at them, right? I was on that side of the fence. And then I, as I'm continuing to hear these stories, I'm just like, nah, I think they may be right. I think they may be right that dudes no. get to make the choice. <laughs> in this. That's not true. That's not true. Because women, <sighs> women hold the gateway to sex and men hold yeah. the pathway to relationships emerge. That's a, a cliche that everyone thought was just a myth, but it's the truth. It's the truth. So we're saying the same things then? No. No. Women, you got to trap a man. What? Looking a certain way will get you a certain type of partner. Now Correct. it's up to you to present a personality. You got to be a honey bun, wrapped a honey bun wrapped around a center bun that's what you need to be your outside gotta be just as good as your inside and that's where they fall short a lot of the time and the same thing with dudes some dudes out here look like a tofu a rice cake and in reality Mm -hmm. they're sirloin steak it's just you gotta get you gotta open up the rice cake to see it's actually a sirloin steak inside you know what i'm saying and that's the problem you gotta match your inside and your outsides example when i was on my journey, you know what I'm saying, to become the chocolate champ, I had to really make sure that my outside looked like my inside. And that was a Mm. big thing for me. Because for a long time, like I said in the last podcast, I wasn't somebody that was technically very, very vain. I just wasn't. I was like, it don't really matter because I'm a good person. I know I'm a good person. Mm. But it's like, bro, being a good person only takes you so far. You got to look good and people will treat you better. And I noticed that immediately. When I start losing a little bit of weight, incrementally, step by step Mm. by step, people Mm. more and more doors began to open. Then windows open, then legs open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
your packaging got to be right. Again, you don't mm-hmm. want your appearance to be interference. And that's my number four. Like, you got to take good care of yourself. Wash your face. Eat your veggies. Drink your water. Eat fruits. Eat vegetables. Read books or consume information that makes you more infinite minded. Like, those mm-hmm. are things that are very important. There's a reason why when I meet people, Mike said it the best. I only got like 10 friends, but it's like when people know me, they know like, nah, Chris solid. Like, if I mm-hmm. ask Chris something to, or to do something, he gonna come through, and it's like I'm mm-hmm. like that because I don't have a lot of friends. So like, if I take the time to really pour into you, it's like you can count on me to do whatever. I'm I'm a I'm a ride or die. Like, what's going on? What you need? Yeah. That's how I'm all. That's how I think. But it's like that. That's only a lot of the time. That got to be both ways for me. So it's like if I'm mm. I might not reach out to you ever, but that don't mean that you can't reach out to me if that makes sense. And I know that rub people right. the wrong way, and that's something I need to work on. But hey, that's how I just am. That's how I am. I'm not reaching out to people a lot of the time because I'm working. <laughs> I'm doing something. And it's not on purpose. I'm literally doing something. And that's a mm-hmm. thing that's been kind of problematic in some of my relationship issues. I mean, some of my relationships, like I work a lot. So it's not a lot of time to do those small things or those small justice. But I still find the time and make time in between projects to do that, to make somebody feel special. Mm-hmm. And I think that's my number five. You got to do you got to do what you got to do, man. You got to find time. You got to make time to make people feel mm. important. If you're the best definition of important, that has to extend to your partner. Wow. You can't just be, it can't just all be about you. It got to, it mm-hmm. got to extend to your partner because they need to see themselves as the best definition of important too. So, and that's something I do a lot when I'm in a relationship. I let, I let my partner know, you know what I'm saying? I let them know they important. Mm-hmm. You, you got it. Don't let nobody think that you're not this. You got it. That person's stupid. Mm-hmm. Everybody dumb except you. I make people feel special, bro. Like the light of God is beamed on that person. That person blessed and highly favored. I pour into that person until they overflowing. Mm-hmm. As much as you can pull someone up, you'll be able to break them down. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to Chris. I will. Chris, it's your pick. <laughs> You couldn't keep up the toxic mic for too long. Now, what I want to say, man, I think you you hit on an incredible point. One, I want to backtrack just a little bit to hygiene, right? And I'm not just talking about like body hygiene. I'm talking about emotional hygiene. I'm talking about physical hygiene. Like how do you clean yourself up and keep yourself in a position where you're showing up the way you want to? Um, And you've said this before. One of the things I want to add to the list that you gave is also take a shower. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Shower, Shower regularly. Clean yourself up. Smell good. Right. I'm not going to tell you what cologne to buy. Find a scent that makes sense for you. Maybe have a daytime one. Maybe have a nighttime one because you just want the heats and sensations of the day to kind of create that musk in the space. Um, Clean yourself up. Definitely take a shower and get you some smell goods. Um, Chris, the next one, though, um, I think is is really important. And I want to get a little tactical in this, man, is is um, making decisions. Right. And uh, making it a little bit easier for a person to walk into your life. And so let's say you've you've made it past the, the text banter. Right. Like you've been texting. It's smooth. Right. You have moved to either a phone call or a video call or whatever it is. Um, and now you're trying to transition to like meeting in person. Right. If you're trying to meet up with someone in person, Chris, are you the type that'll set the date, the time and pick the location? You know me, bro. Yes. <laughs> Why are you like that? I picked the date. And I let the person pick the time and I pick the location. Say more. It's just easier that way. Um, Again, back to the podcast we just had, episode four, Black Tricks. No woman wants a weak leader or unsure Mm. leader. Mm. So if I'm in a situation where we're making decisions, I'm going to make decisions. That's just how I am. Like, I'm not somebody that's going to leave it up to chance or leave it up to some type of 
what if situation. Like if you mm-hmm. saying this the time, okay, this the day, what time work for you? Oh, they tell me a time. Okay, we going here. Whoa, mm-hmm. you figured that out fast. Yeah, because I like good food or I like good this. Or I want to make it a thing. Like I don't want to risk it not being tight or risk it not being a good event or a good experience. So I'm going to pick mm-hmm. the place. And if it's not good, it's on me. And you have no problem with it. And if we have a good date, regardless of the place being bad, we can still have a good experience. So you pick the next space. You know what I'm saying? That's the way mm-hmm. I like to do it. Again, it's all reciprocal. Everything works right. on a ruler's recipro- reciprocity. So I like that because that's important, bro. And I think there's there's a piece of it. I like to say, man, I'm making so many decisions in a day. The last thing I want to decide on is where we're going to go eat dinner. And I struggle with this for a very long time. Reality is whoever I'm dating in this case, like who I'm with is just like, they are also dealing with that too. <laughs> They've been making decisions all day um, and they don't want to come home and yet make another decision. And so I like this approach because I'm cool with giving options, right? I can say, mm. this is what I want to do. And I may give you one to three things. I like things in threes, but you know, that can be a little bit overwhelming, but I also think that that shows initiative and effort, right? Like, Hey, I'm thinking of you. This is how I want to spend some time with you. If you don't really vibe with those or you want to do something different, let me know, right? But at least you've demonstrated that like, hey, you're going to take the initiative, you're going to point the direction, and you're going to make this very easy for them to just slide into whatever you want to plan for them. So I think that is really important, man, because that is one thing we may overlook. And I'm hearing that as a request from a lot of the people I talk to is like, I just want someone to be able to just tell me where to meet them, what to wear, and what time. I do like, though, that there's a co-creation in this, like to co-pilot the experience by allowing someone else to pick the time while you will decide the date and where you go. So, Chris, I wanted to emphasize that as a really tactical thing, because I think the tactical nature of dating is important and some things we cannot overlook. And I think this is one of those that helps set the tone for when you go on that date, because what you've already shown them is, again, you're ready to initiate. You're going to take them somewhere and you're going to show them a good time. And then, you know, you're going to let it go from there. What's some other tactical stuff once you get on that date, Chris? that you want to make sure that people know to do when they're there. You want to um, leave other women's hair fibers in the car, maybe a coat, <laughs> a glove, um, to show them that there is competition. You know, you don't want it to seem like they're the only one. So you have to add a bit of season, a bit of manipulation in there so that they Yo. know that there is a pecking order and they're trying to work their way into your cycle. You know what I'm saying? They can't be pick of the litter unless they're really, to get down with some glitter. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be a, wow. a real thing, you know? So it's like, nah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> flavor. You need some flavor. Right? It's a little bit of flavor. Uh, no, but in all honesty, I, I, that's a good tactic, but I don't know about that whole pick somebody with the dress. I don't like that. Like, you got to be able to move autonomously because I'm mm-hmm. also somebody, but this is something I learned after many reps like i got, I don't have no patience so it's mm. like dog if i'm picking this if i'm picking a date and a place and you pick the time you ask me what you got with i don't know <laughs> put on what you think look good where what you want answer. that's my same answer <laughs> yeah, like i don't care if we going to dinner you going to wear sweatpants that makes sense to you you know what I'm saying? Oh, we going out mm-hmm. uh, to this event. It's an art show. Oh, you want to put on uh, a dress? Okay. Mm. <laughs> Sounds legit. I, would I put on a dress and some heels? No, because I know I'm going to be standing up and walking all the time. And let's, let's, let's just bring it down to a basic date. You're at a little restaurant, cute little vibes. You're about to get some food. You, you're about to get some drinks. Conversation is really important, bro. Like, oh, yeah. it's really nice when you get to a place where you and someone can be around each other and not say 
anything for hours on end. I love those moments where we can be in a space with each other but not have to communicate. But you got to work yourself up to that, right? Like when you first meet, that guy, that house got to be on fire, bro. It got to be, right? And so even if it's not jumping off as quickly as you want it to, you have to keep initiating just to see what conversations will trigger something dynamic. And so a part of that is being inquisitive, and then hopefully that person starts to return it, right? You said it's reciprocal, right? You want to make sure mm -hmm. that we're kind of feeding off of each other. And again, this is an entire attempt to lose yourself in this space with a person, right? To hit your dinner limit before you even knew there was a limit. So you got to find somewhere else to keep the conversation going because that is where the stimulation derives from, especially if you already like each other physically and cute because you showed up on this date. So you probably have a physical attraction to this person. Now you're trying to figure out like mentally, can they turn you on? Emotionally, can we connect? Spiritually, is there alignment? And I think the only way you could do that is really by having conversation so be inquisitive and don't over talk Kristen you know Chris we're, I'm, I'm a talker <laughs> also have many conversations where I'm asking a million questions and you may never hear me interject with my statement right and I leave many conversations with people where they'll say well I didn't learn anything about you and I'm like hey next time Right. And so, yes, you want to give some something someone back. But it's like I, I think there are many times where like there is not enough questioning happening. There's not a lot of like affirmation and validation and just hearing and affirming what someone has said and allowing that to like push the conversation forward. I've also heard a couple of times that, you know, you can be overtalked. Right. So you're trying to respond and this motherfucker is really just, you know, talking over you. So I think that is a dynamic and tactical piece of being inquisitive mm -hmm. by hearing what the other person is saying and then using that to draw a thread to then keep that conversation going. Whether you interject with your own piece to be additive or whether you want to stir up and pull another thread to go somewhere else, be inquisitive and ask questions and try to keep the conversation going. At the end of the day, you want to be with somebody that you can sit on the couch with. Yes. If you find somebody that you got to always be planning something, always got to be doing something, always got to be out in the mix that's not going to be a good relationship because mm -hmm. what happens when y'all can't be out doing stuff all the time, y'all going to have to sit mm -hmm. down and have a conversation. And if you can't talk to somebody, which, which I've kind of experienced, it was hard. Like I, we, it, everything was good. And then the world shut down mm. and I was like, Oh no, nah, I really can't have a conversation with this person though. That's crazy. Mm. Like I, I thought it was great. Like I, it took me a long time thinking about it. I was like, that's where the relationship really feel. It was like when we, the event factory shut down and we, we had to really just sit and talk. That was the mm. problem. Mm. That was the problem. Because every time I ask you something, you don't know. If I ask you how you think about something, you don't know. If I ask mm. you how you feel about something, you don't know. It's like, damn, who know? I'm asking you. <laughs> it's me and you. I don't know. I'm asking you how you don't know. So um, in that, you know, you got to lean into your gifts. So for Mike, his thing is he's talkative, but that's because Mike is a conversationalist. He loves to talk, walk up to random people and just start talking. I don't. I am a jokester. <laughs> If you can't tell, I like talking trash. So that's what I like to do. I've talked trash and it's, but it's, you know, it's not too hard, but it's, it's what I do. So when I'm talking to you, I'm listening for things that I can make jokes about. That's what I do. Mm -hmm. So you got to figure out what's your thing. So if you're a man or a woman, whatever you are, and you trying to figure out how to build relationship with people, you got to lean into your gifts. So mm -hmm. that's the ultimate tip I can give you for real. You got to be who you are. Don't try to be somebody you're not. That's so real. when I say I'm the chocolate champ, and I was, we talked about in episode three with a representative self, you know what I'm saying? Hemothy, that's because I genuinely believe that. I try to be all those things. And when I operate in on 10, everything, 99, if this is 2K, that's the one I'm chocolate champ. And I'm always mm -hmm. striving to reach that. And you can't be there all the time, but as long as you strive for that, you eventually mm -hmm. will fall for that. So it's like, oh, fall into that. It's like the old saying or the old adage, if you shoot for the moon, you can still land amongst the stars. So it's like, I'm still great. 
regardless because I'm shooting for perfect. So as long as mm-hmm. I'm shooting for perfect, I'm going to always be in the realm of greatness. So I can't miss. <laughs> in a way, that's what you're saying. I can't miss. So you can't miss with Chris. Pick Chris. <laughs> so, yeah, man. I I just want the record to state, Your Honor, that I've, I haven't solicited anything. I'm not asking for your vote because if you're listening, I already know where your vote lies. So, Chris, as we continue along this date, right, I have a super dope date. You showed up. You showered. You smelled good. You put your phone away. Y'all had great conversation. Um, and now you're trying to close the date. Uh, Chris, do you believe in hooking up on the first date? No. Why not? So, one, I'm a Christian. Two, I'm a Muslim. Three, <laughs> I'm a deist. Four, I'm a free thinker. Five, I'm a Catholic. Uh <laughs> no, nah, the main reason <laughs> the I, main all reason. Things, I am everything. I am him. <laughs> uh, nah, for real, for real. The, the, the real reason why I just don't think that's something you should do with anybody. That's just something mm-hmm. I've always been like. Like I'm not somebody that you think you should be throwing your meat around. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's not safe. That's not smart. That's true. And that's not practical. Because, mm-hmm. you know, angels and demons. And I feel like that's why I'm blessed, because I ain't got a lot of demons on me, bro. People be having real live demons in their mind, heavy demons on their mind, man, especially these women out here, man. They be out here doing anything with anybody, and the next thing you know, they be wondering why they got voices in their head. Bro, it's from all the shots that you took, man, all the gulps you done slurped down, bro. You got big demons, you got people that's living inside your mind, bro. You got souls that you devoured, bro. You got to relax. Same thing with dudes, people out here lapping up anything, wondering why they burst my like. Tuna fish sandwiches, bro. You out here wildin', bro. You eat butt, bro. And you think your breath not gonna smell crazy, bro? You don't even floss. You, don't, you barely brush your teeth. You don't use mouthwash. You don't eat vegetables. What you think it's gonna taste like? Your breath must smell crazy, bro. So, you know, uh, living this puritanical lifestyle that I live. You know what I'm saying? That's why my face ain't really got no wrinkles. Can't really grow a beard. You know what I'm saying? It's because I live a wholesome lifestyle, man. Unlike Mike in the dregs of society, look at him, full beard, man. You know how he's giving it up, man. You know he out here wilding, bro. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We'll live. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, I do believe in God home on the first date. If I like Jesus. You. And no, absolutely, dude, because one of the things I believe in that, like, the sexual chemistry needs to exist. And I don't believe in waiting for it. Like, you can, and if that's what y'all both decide to do, for sure. I'm an advocate for doing what you must for your situation and whatever your preferences are. I'm a believer in that. I am happy to go with you to your place or back to my place on a first date. I think it makes sense because if you are a person that is expressive in that way and that is really important to you, you also want to know that that connectivity is there with that person. And intimacy, specifically physically, takes many forms and it doesn't mean penetration, right? Um, so, yeah, I'm not opposed to that, right? And for some people, that's a non-negotiable. Like the chemistry needs to be there, Right. Because if it's not, you can allow it to grow. But like some people need that immediacy. Right. They need that instant gratification. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to go home on the first date. I'm happy to go home at any point in those dates. But I will tell you this. I'm not waiting like three, four, five, six, seven months. I'm not even waiting like six to ten dates, because <laughs> at that point, I don't even know if I want to keep dating you, because if we do get in the bed and it's not going down, then I'm not going to be interested that long, no matter how cool you are, because I know that's part of my non-negotiables. It's like, we have to have that chemistry and we need to be doing this because that's a big part of me. So this is about being honest. This is about being transparent and being able to communicate that. So you have to understand where people are at. So again, I want to just emphasize, I'm not saying we got to go home on the first date. 
But if we not trying to take each other's clothes off and like, you know, get excited about exploring each other after spending considerable time with each other, multiple dates, multiple experiences, learning more about each other, then it might not happen because that's just going to be pressure that you are going to sit with because, you know, this person has that energy for intimacy and specifically sex and you can't meet them there. So then you just have to have an adult discussion like, okay, we may just not line up, even though intellectually, emotionally we connect, but like physically we don't align. You got to have those discussions. So, yeah, dude, I'm deaf about taking somebody home on a first date. But what I will I will like to say, and this is what I advise my friend on, is not putting a heavy hand on it, though. Let that individual know what you would like to do, how you would like to take care of them, right? And then let them opt in or opt out and go from there. Uh, but Chris, I know there's so many things that we could share, so many things that we can say. You know, I frame this as the ism because I do think this is game and it's game because I don't think a lot of people do have it or they disregard it because they may be nice and shiny and pretty to look at. But it's like, nah. You got to show up and give an effort. You have to be intentional and you got to make that space that you create for somebody warm, welcoming and inviting and make it so that they don't want to step away from that, that they want to be in that. And you can get that, Chris, without love bombing somebody. So for those of us who have been listening, uh, I am Mike. I am your guy. Whatever you need, you can get from me. Chris, you heard him today. You know who he is. A vote for him is a vote for insanity. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. That's the podcast. Remember to like and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on Spotify, you know what I'm saying? Hit the follow. Hit the give us a little review, man. It's going to take you two seconds. You hit the block, hit the follow button, the plus button, then hit all the heart, whatever you want, and then you're going to go ahead give us the five star, bro. If you're on Apple, give us five stars. If you want to leave a little spiel about how we for real, for real, do that, man. Mm-hmm. And that's the podcast. Hey, I appreciate you, baby. Appreciate you too, man.